This is HPR episode 1756 entitled Range of File Manager. It is hosted by BEZ and is about 22 minutes long. The summary is Introduction to the Ranger Command Line File Manager. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Signing in, uh, taking some feedback from some of the uh, discussion from the summary uh, podcast from HPR. I'm introducing myself this time. The first time I wasn't exactly sure which handle I was going to use, so I just left it blank. But now here I am once again, be easy, and uh, giving up a follow-up podcast to my initial one about how I use uh, Linux to run my small business. Uh, there were some thoughts about you know, th- this one project that I use a lot called Ranger, and I just decided I was going to go into it a little bit. So um, Ranger is a command line utility for uh, kind of like Midnight Commander. Um, it's NCURSUS based uh, file manager, but it has Vim key bindings. And so I'm going to read just a little bit from the man page and then tell you a little bit about how I use it. So from the man page, the description is uh, Ranger is a console file manager with v key, VI key bindings. It provides a minimalistic and nice cursus interface with a view on the directory hierarchy. The secondary task of Ranger is to figure out which program you want to u- open for each type of file. And so that's a brief introduction of what it is. And the first thing you want to do is... Um, configure it a little bit. You can hack it. You can customize it the way you like. And I'm just going to go through a little bit about how I use it. Um, the project page is um, ranger.nongnu.org and it has some nice documentation there um, on how to use it. Also, you can find it in a lot of repos. It's in the Debian and Ubuntu repos and also the Fedora repos and Arch and the, those are the ones I've checked. So, what else does it do? Well, the main view of the system is like a three-pane view. There's like the previous view, there's a previous pane, the current pane, and the next pane. So you use either arrows or your, v, your VI um, keys, which are H, J, K, and L for moving around. So. J and K up and down or down and up and then H and L left and right so you can use those or you can use up down left right and you can use page up and page down if you want to just simply move around and 
so that's pretty cool you can it's kind of a tree view you can just go from from tree to tree to tree you can go down to the next folder and then go over and then see what's inside of that folder and then go over and see what's inside of that folder and the really cool thing is that it previews files real time the reason why I like this better than uh, Midnight Commander is because Midnight Commander you have to hit F3 to preview the file if it's a text file and it's really limited to the types of files that it can preview there's a lot more flexibility with with Ranger so there's some optional dependencies that you can uh, install that will allow you to preview lots of different types of files you can install um, Kaka utils, so CACA dash utils for ASCII art, so it'll turn JPEGs and BMPs into ASCII art um, in your in your screen. So it's really cool to see, so especially something with not a lot of detail, like um, or even some really close-up pictures. You can see uh, really cool ASCII art. There's a highlight, um, so Kaka utils highlight is for syntax highlighting for code so I've seen it work for HTML, XML, CSS, C, Python it's the ones I've seen it but I'm sure it does more than that um, A tool is another one that you can install that'll, that'll look inside of archive files so zip, tar and I think even like deb files that'll look inside uh, links or W3M or eLinks to look at HTML um, to give you a preview of what the HTML page will look in, in a text uh, text web browser uh, PDF to text so that's PDF T-O-T-E-X-T -E uh, and that will let you preview PDFs that are not not scan PDFs but you know PDFs that were turned into PDFs from um, either latex or you know word or some other way uh, transmission dash show will show you BitTorrent information if you're looking at a BitTorrent file. And media info or XIF tool or EXIF tool for media file info. And I use media info anyway in the media info dash GUI um, if I'm using a, a GUI application to look at to look at the metadata for for media. And so it's pretty cool. So if you go to an MP3 file and that's the file that you're highlighting to preview on the right hand side so the when you're in the when you're looking at a file and it's not a directory the next pane turns into a preview pane and so that's where you'll either see the ASCII art or the text or the media file information and so if you go to an mp3 file you'll see the, the all the information about the artists and the genre and the codex that was used to create it all that kind of stuff if you've never used media info you should just check that out anyway it's pretty cool and the other thing is that the the whole system is color coded, and there's uh, three different themes that you can choose from by default. I think you probably download some other ones, but there is the default one, which I just use. There's jungle, which is more green for the for the main colors, and then there's snow, where white is the main color. Um, and so a little bit of customization there, and I'm going to go into a little bit later where you make these custom um, these configurations. And then so when you're also uh, navigating through the files, you can preview the file in that in that next menu. But if you hit right one more time when you're on that file, it'll actually open it in the in the launcher that you choose to um, to to use to open the file. And there's a, and there's a config file to use to to 
to define that. So you can either, for like a text file, I use um, Vim, so it'll open a text file in Vim. It'll open a PDF file in Events. It'll open up uh, MP3 file in like Banshee. I think I have it set. So um, it's it's really useful. Or you know, like a ODT file to open up in LibreOffice. So you can navigate, you can preview. The only thing I, I don't like is that there really isn't a preview for um, for LibreOffice or Open Documents. So you actually just have to hit right one more time and open those to see what they look like. Um, I, just as a side note, I also use this other program called ncdu, which is ncursesdu, to to analyze space that's in my um, available in different folders. So it gives you like a a, uh, a graphical view of how much space you have in that current directory, and you can navigate similarly as you do in um, in Ranger. When you hit over, you can go inside of that folder and, and see which files are the biggest in that next folder, and then you can hit over again, or up, down, left, right, and see which ones are the biggest one in the next subfolder in the next folder. And so you can find, I use it to find like random, fo um, random files that I didn't know were still in my system that are taking up a lot of room. All right, going back into the configuration of Ranger. So one of the biggest things that you can do, um, the first thing you need to do is you have to create the the Ranger files and to do the, um, all the config files. So the first thing you do is you run ranger-config-copy-config equals all, and that'll make the default copies of all the config files. And if they're located in the home directory dot config or slash dot config slash ranger directory. There's an rc.conf file, so rc.conf, which is where you set all of your key bindings and some of your settings. There is the commands.py file, which is a Python script, which when you're in command mode, so when you hit colon, there's a lot of commands you can do, um, just like you do in Vim. And it tells you all those and so a lot of the key bindings you can key bind to things that are done in the command mode um, so um, and you can you can customize those and add more Python scripts if you want to just right inside of there and it lets you um, it's also where you custom customize which files uh, which programs open the files there's also the scope.sh which is where you define the files um, that you are used for making the previews. And I am in a process of making one. I use Markdown a lot. And I'm in the process of making one that uses uh, Python Markdown to turn a Markdown file into HTML and then the send that to links so that it'll preview the Markdown file in HTML on my screen, and I think I have it. I just need to test it. Uh, navigation uh, is the next thing I want to talk about. So, like I said, there's up, down, left, right. You can go GG to go to the top, or capital G to go to the bottom, just like you do in VI. Capital E is used to edit a file, and it can and it'll open up using whatever editor you chose. Like I said, there's page up and page down.
As for some of the other commands that you can use, uh, you can use spacebar to mark the current item to do stuff to it. So move it, delete it, whatever. Uh, you can also use the command mark and then a pattern. So so colon the word M A R K and then a regular expression to mark all the ones that match a certain regular expression. And then you can do other stuff to them. And some of the things you can do to the files or the folders is you can do dd and then pp to to cut and paste something you can use yy to yank it and then pp to put it in another place which would be like a copy and paste instead of a cut and paste you can also um, some other commands you can use you can use a colon touch and then the file name to create a new file colon mk dir or make dir to make a new directory you can do colon grep to and then your search criteria to find uh, items uh, find words or things that match in the in different files you can either press the delete key and it's going to ask you to confirm and to delete or you can type in colon delete the word delete and that'll also delete the file. Um, you can use uh, colon rename or colon bulk rename. Colon rename, you just whatever one you're on or whatever ones you've marked, you rename and it'll just rename it to whatever you, the next word that you put in the command. Um, next to that, there's also the bulk rename. And so what you do is you mark all the files and then you do bulk rename and hit enter and it's going to create a file out of that and you edit that file with the names that you want things to be changed to so it's going to make uh, a file with all the current names of the directories and the files that are in the, the directory that you're in and then you can like on the computer just delete words or delete letters and characters and replace them with other characters and it'll you hit save it'll say do you are you sure you want to do that and then you say yes and it changes the names of all those files to whatever you rename them when you in that file that you that you edited. It's a pretty cool trick. Uh, to get it to work for me I was getting this error and I don't know if it's because it's an old version of or a different version of Python or something but I had to change something in the the Python configuration script where it was trying to call something it's called ranger.container.file so it was looking for a from ranger.container.file import capital word file. I just had to change the word ranger.container to ranger.fsobject.file import file because when I looked in the Python libraries I couldn't find the container folder but I found when I did a um, when I did a grep for the word file with a capital F I found it in the FS objects library so I changed it to that and all of a sudden it worked so I guess that's the fix. Another um, some of the key bindings that you can use, you can use ZH that'll toggle hidden files on and off so it starts out with um, hidden files not shown and you can hit ZH to turn hidden files on. You can use GN and, th and that's gonna make a new tab and then GT or G capital T 
and that's how you navigate between tabs so just like in Vim or VI you can you can do everything in the current screen that you can make a new buffer you can make a new tab same thing you can make a new tab and you can so it's, it's a tree but it's also you can make separate tabs and look at stuff in separate tabs you can use the um, the slash the forward slash key and type in characters to do a search on that directory just like you would if it was a, a file in VI where if you if there's a file that was called um, foo.txt if you went slash and did foo it would find foo and then you could hit n and they'll go next 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 to all the ones that it found in that directory it's pretty cool you can do capital V to go into visual mode I haven't used this very much but I, I think it's a way to another way to select multiple um, you can do colon open underscore width and then you can use a you can you can specify another command instead of using the default file uh, or the default program that opens up that application you can use a different one by using that I think you can also use um, I think it's R and it'll also do uh, open width and there's a lot of commands and a lot of different key bindings and stuff so the way that that you can access all this stuff is through the help and there's four different ways to get in the help the main help you just hit question mark when you're in ranger and you'll be able to see the man page basically you can do one question mark and that'll give you a list of all the key bindings you can do two question mark and that'll list you all the commands that you can do in command mode and you can do three question mark and that will give you a list of all the settings and so, like I said, this is um, tip of the iceberg, kind of like Vim, where you can do a lot or you can do a little. But to get comfortable with it, it doesn't take very much. You know, if you know how to use arrow keys, you can get a lot of use out of it. And then um, that's how I use it. I read a lot of my notes just with a, a terminal open full screen because um, it doesn't really allow you to scroll through the, um, the files because it's a preview screen so you'd have to open them to, to scroll through them but if you have short enough notes or short enough information in the files in a full screen like uh, 720 or 1080p screen you can see almost the entire file contents and you can navigate and never even have to open up other applications you can spend a lot of time in Ranger um, and so I use it not just for my small business just about any computer that I install like I have Raspberry Pi and I installed Ranger on it f using both Raspbian and Pydora just because it's an easy way to, to navigate through the file structure so uh, that pretty much sums up what I'm gonna talk about on this video or video on this uh, podcast and uh, yeah, let me know if you have anything else that you want to talk about from my original post. There's a couple of other things I want to cover. And uh, let me know if there's anything particular that you want to know about that I use. I'm by no means an expert, but, you know, I've used things a couple times, you know, for a couple months. And I've run into problems and I've fixed them. And I'm the fact that I'm still using them means that none of the problems that I ran into were an issue so hopefully that makes sense to everyone 
and please give me feedback. Uh, I love hearing the feedback about you know how to make the podcast better, what information you would like more of, what you would like less of, and I'll probably do a couple more before all said and done. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.